Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Today, let me speak to the governor. Governor Gary Herbert spends one hour answering your questions. Call 801-575-8255. Live from the studios of KSL News Radio in Salt Lake City, it's Let Me Speak to the Governor. And we welcome you to uh, another edition of Let Me Speak to the Governor. And it's an honor for me because uh, all the years I've roamed these halls, Governor, it's the first time I've ever had a chance to host this program with you. And so let me start by saying how much uh, all of us appreciate your continued commitment to uh, providing this service to uh, citizens of Utah. Well, thank you, Tim. It's great to be with you today. And thank you for taking your time to host the program along with me here. And let's hope we get a lot of great calls and answer a lot of questions and keep uh, Utah moving forward with great uh, positive progress. Well, I think the first thing everybody wants to know is can there be a... uh, governor's proclamation or something that changes the weather for memorial weekend <laughs> this has been crazy around here yeah that's the same thing my family's been asking me about because we have a traditional family get together on memorial weekend this coming monday we'll be doing some fun activities outdoors we think yeah uh, but i i do note uh, with a little bit of tongue-in-cheek that we've asked people to pray for moisture and uh, it's working it's worked very well in fact and now we need to probably continue to pray we don't want to stop praying but we might want to change our priorities yeah and, and bring something else to the top of the list now we have a lot of water and that's good news for our future going forward but there are other things we probably need prayer and help on so let's change our priorities and get a little more sunshine and work on some other issues let me get a number out there so people can start thinking about questions for you uh, during this hour and time goes so quickly in this uh, noon hour it's just uh, KSL Talk 575-8255 with the area code 801 ahead of it, of course, uh, 801-575-8255. We'll keep an eye on those. If you want to text us, you're welcome to do that, too, uh, by just uh, texting us at 57500. A um, couple of things that came out this week I really wanted to ask you about. We'll start with the really good news, and that is that our unemployment rate dropped below 3%, 2.9, which is, what, the lowest in 12 years or something? It's been a long time since we've had that. And it's not only a low unemployment, which is an important number, but just as important, maybe more important, is the number of private sector jobs being created. These are not government jobs, which is just taxpayers' money being redistributed uh, out to something else. But this is private sector job growth creation. Uh, We're doing that at about 3.3%, 3.4% clip, which is the uh, really overall for the last five years we've had the highest percentage of private sector jobs being created the last 12 months we've been number one in the nation uh, and our gdp which is a measurement of economic growth and expansion is at 4.3 percent which is the highest uh, in the nation so uh, we're doing very well economically and creating job opportunities with a great quality of life that goes along with it our cost of living is still uh, at the national average or below. So that means your dollars you earn go farther. You can buy more with less here in the state of Utah. And that being said, it's nice to see our personal income is growing at a really uh, uh, tremendously 
robust clip of about 5.1-5.2%. So personal income is going up one of the highest in the nation. And our overall household income uh, is over $71,200 a year now, which is the, about the 11th or 12th highest in the nation. Yeah. So economically, we're just doing very well, and, and we're humble about that. Uh, we're grateful for the good work of many people making it happen and good policy. The private sector is engaged. Uh, there's opportunities to innovate and create new uh, jobs and and create wealth, which creates jobs. So we're in a very good place economically as a state. Uh, you talk about those uh, job increases, the numbers. Uh, it was not lost on me. I host the outdoor show every Saturday, so I keep focus a lot on our ski industry. Uh, and the largest private sector employment increases were in leisure and hospitality since the last reading, which I think was about 9,000 jobs. This week, uh, Nate Rafferty from Ski Utah mm-hmm announced that we had, for the first time, over 5 million, 5.1 million skier visits, uh, which Mother Nature had a lot to do with that, but that brings a lot of dollars into the state, too. Well, we do have the greatest snow on Earth. That's not just a slogan. That's an actual fact, based on science. Yeah. And uh, part of that's because of the moisture that we get uh, as we have what's called the lake effect, and we take some of that salt water uh, and, and put that into the clouds and then redeposit it. So it's a little fluffier than what other typical snow would be. Uh, I think people know that this is a great place to come for outdoor recreation, certainly our snow season. Uh, we have great resorts. Deer Valley has been listed the number one ski resort in North America for the last, like, 12, 13 years in a row. Uh, so this is the place to come. And it doesn't matter where I'm at in the country, uh, people in, inevitably bring up uh, about our resorts here. And the good thing for us, too, as a state, is that the resorts not only are doing very well in the winter, and, of course, we're talking about the moisture we've had, and we've had some, uh, we'll probably have a record amount. We may beat the record of 2011 for the uh, totals and accumulation of snow in well, the mountains. Yeah, Snowbird was talking about nearing 700 inches. Yeah, which right would now, break so. the record uh, that was set in 2011. Uh, so that's good news. But also the good news is that our 14 ski resorts are now investing money for others besides the winter resort season. So spring, summer, fall. Again, the mountains are beautiful at those times of year, too, and so we have more golf courses. We have more trails. uh, We have more people doing outdoor recreation of all forms. Uh, The conservation efforts we've put in Utah are significant and great. Probably more money being spent in Utah for conservation in the state of Utah than all the intermountain states combined. Uh, our deer herds are up, our bighorn sheep are up, our moose, our elk, our fisheries. Uh, so a lot of good things happening uh, which in, in the outdoor recreation and leisure. And here's the good news for all of us as Americans is that because we've had a healthy economy for the last 100 years, certainly in comparison to the world, uh, here in Utah, for example, we spend three uh, times more of our uh, wake hours in leisure activities than our great-grandparents of the 50s. Mm. So when you think about it, to be able to spend that kind of time, extra time, three times more than our great-grandparents did, that means that our quality of life has improved dramatically. We're making more money. We're having more time to share it with our families and and recreate and be more leisure. And, uh, again, I'm here to say the best is yet to come. Yeah. With all of that success, though, comes some challenges, and one of those is the – and Nate referred to this the other day – with the 
uh, overcrowding on some of the resort runs, you know, when we're having a busy and a great ski year. But the other thing that we're all focused on and looking for answers is uh, how to get people up and down those canyons and make sure that they stay healthy. Well, it all focuses around my biggest worry, my biggest concern, and I say what keeps me awake at night really is all under the heading of growth. Growth uh, of our state is dramatic. Uh, it's increasing. Uh, people are coming to Utah uh, in migration as uh, record numbers. Uh, that's because there's job opportunities. There's a great quality of life, which we just talked about. People like being here amongst the people of Utah. They're friendly. They're optimistic. They're hopeful. Uh, they're, uh, we lead the nation in volunteerism. You know, we're good neighbors. Uh, we lead the nation in charitable giving. We give of time and talent and resources to help others. And so people are coming here in, in droves to participate in this great quality of life, and there's a job for them here. So that's a challenge, the congestion, environmental issues, crowded classrooms, you know, infrastructure needs, uh, continued water allocation, how do we conserve and yet develop what we need to have for the future. So all those things really under the heading of growth. We see in our, uh, our tourism and travel, uh, we talk about our national parks, the Mighty Five. We love them. And we are concerned that we're loving them to death. Yeah. And so the long lines, the wait times there, uh, making sure that we have money and we're working with the federal government to make sure that they're putting in uh, money for the backlog of maintenance in our national parks, not only here in Utah, but around the nation. But that's a that's a significant issue and a growing concern of ours. We're trying to, in fact, spin off now more of our tourism and travel into our 43 state parks. We have not only these national parks, but we have 43 state parks, and many of them would be probably national parks in other states. But there's a lot of places to visit here with our 38 million uh, uh, acres of public land. So, uh, again, if outdoor recreation is your desire, Utah is a place to be. For example, we have twice as many public acres as does Colorado. Yeah. Um, and much better snow. We've already established that. That's true. Uh, we know through all of this and what we just talked about that the health of our state is strong. Some people had some concerns for you. One of the last times we saw you, you were made the the uh, mention. I think you were in front in front of some school kids that you uh-huh. were being treated for skin cancer. Anything new to report there? Or? Well, only this one. Uh, my cancer is uh, not life threatening, and so I don't want anybody to read more into this than is warranted. Uh, and uh, my father died of bone cancer, so I'm 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 sensitive and cognizant of the challenge of cancer. We're doing some great things here in the state of Utah, the Huntsman Cancer Research Foundation, what they're doing up there in research, the University of Utah, uh, some really interesting things on the horizon, which hopefully will help us with treatment, maybe lead to curing of cancer, and we hope that's the case. Uh, I'm really just kind of a walking billboard for. Uh, the use of sunscreen. You should use sunscreen. We live in a high-altitude, thin-air environment. We have a lot of sunshine. And for those of us who play outdoors, and well, I played a lot of baseball in the summer, and and uh, sunscreen I was never even heard of when I was a kid. In fact, it seemed like many people were putting on baby oil just to make you fry even more. <laughs> and so we've learned, uh, you know, over with sad experience that uh, that's probably not the right thing to do. So my recommendation to all the young people out there and everybody is to when you go outdoors, wear some sunscreen. Even if it looks like a cloudy, overcast day, they've got some really great stuff out there you can slap on. It'll help eliminate any potential for uh, uh, basal cell uh, uh, cancer, or I have now as a squamous cell uh, cancer that's been taken out, and I just need to heal up and 
but I'm health-wise, I'm in great shape. Well, you look great. And that conversation dovetails with all the time we spend and enjoy in the outdoors here, That's too. That's true. All right. The uh, Looks like we've got a couple of calls coming in. We do need to take a break. So we'll take our first break here as we continue our Let Me Speak to the Governor Hour. And thank again the Governor for being here with us. We'll take your calls and look at some of the text when we come back here on KSL. 